and welcome to the area code episode of the Pittsburgh The four, one, two. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... I'm Dawn, the goods ready. Everybody here has told you their story. Here's mine. I have hair on my balls and I sell cars. The end. Nice. It's one of my all-time favorite underrated comics, The Goods. Yeah. It's got Jeremy Piven in it. It's got Catherine Hahn in it. It's like got this like complete like Ving Rhames is in it. It's got this complete killer cast. I think Will Ferrell has a cameo in it at one point. Uh-huh. Just this absolute killer cast. And like the whole concept is like 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 Jeremy Piven and his crew are like uh-huh. news salesmen who for hire. It's like when you've got to like have like a big deal, like a big sale, you call you bring them in. And I mean it, it's yeah. it's tremendous. It's like one of the fun like it's a raunchy comedy, obviously. I mean, you know, he's talking about having hair on his balls. Like at one point <clears throat> like one of my favorite lines in the movie is uh where did it go? She says, Catherine Hahn says something along the lines of, uh, if he moves that fucking car, I'll eat my own pussy. <laughs> it's something along those lines. I can't, I can't find it. But, oh, it, it's like, it's just hysterical. It, it's just, it's just like, I cannot believe this didn't make money. Yeah, can't even say that because it's politically incorrect. But you know, so yeah. but yeah, it's it's the tremendous like if if you want to if you are somebody who enjoys a good raunchy comedy, like a politically incorrect comedy, that this is right up your alley and it is tremendously funny. The good, cool. yeah, I highly recommend it. I looked it up because me and Nancy were talking about we were talking about. We were talking about because I got into a debate on Twitter with the boys about Chris Pine and how he's a national treasure. Mm. Some people disagree with me. I'm shocked by that. So me and Nancy <laughs> started talking about it. Then we started talking about Jeremy Piven for some reason. And I was like, have you ever seen The Goods? And I started telling her about it. And she's like, I need to see this fucking movie. This sounds hysterical. And I'm like, oh, I'm shocked to hear this. There's a lot of pussy <laughs> talk. <in it." laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, she said, no, I got to see this, so we're going to watch it. And uh, But it's, I, had to look, I was looking it up. I'm like, man, am I going to have to purchase this? I was like, you know. And luckily, it looks like it's streaming on, on uh, Paramount Plus. So if you've uh, subscribed to that fine network, there's a little something to look up and enjoy. <laughs> right. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Had the week off. Oh, so, you enjoying some time off. Yeah, I went fishing yesterday. Did you? Mistake. Where'd you go? <laughs> it was freezing. <laughs> it was. It was very cold. Yeah. Where, where, where'd you go? Uh, I went down to Rainbow Creek, Long okay. Run Road. Yeah. Nothing. There was nothing in there. Um, I thought it was just overfished or what. <laughs> it might have not- been. It might have been overfished because I mean I I know I saw right right before the start of trout season. You know, Jim Brewster was down there 
stalking it. Oh, really? Senator Brewster, I should say, yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing then, nothing in there. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I did that. Um, what else did I do? Mm, watch the Snyder Cut again. Mm. Um, watch that again. What else did I do? I went out yesterday. Where did you go to? Coupe de Ville. Down in the strip. Okay. <laughs> and we went like Doug you took me there. This is a restaurant? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um it's not in the middle of Southside proper. Uh-huh. It's its own building above South not Southside, um the strip district. Okay. It's its own building in the beginning of the strip district. Not the Ides end, but the other end. It's before uh-huh. you hit everything. It's it's yeah. like a block away from where the uh, warehouses are. Okay. Going away from Pittsburgh. Yeah, so going towards like Bloomfield. Yeah. Yeah. So we went in, I went in there, and uh, so it's. How, can, how do I explain this? It looks like a gigantic fucking warehouse. Okay. Yeah. But it's all painted. It looks like a new building, but it just, I mean, we're talking like 50 foot ceilings. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, and we went in there, there was maybe like 20 people, but the square footage of this place is like. Massive. It is. Yeah. It's absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're known for their chicken. Um, everyone says, get the chicken, get the chicken. Um, so Doug and I went down, had some Stellas, and uh, <laughs> shot a game of pool. Of course, I sanitized the cue stick and mm-hmm. after the pool table. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, but they had uh, in the back they had uh, about 15 pinball games. Oh wow! Yeah, and like I mostly got hooked on stuck on one. It was it was uh, the Hobbit pinball game. Uh-huh. Uh, an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's so many levels to this game. I don't even know where to start. I cracked it, but mm-hmm. I um, I uh, I could not figure out how to complete the game totally. It was just, right. I have to actually read on it. It's the first pinball game. I think I'm gonna have to actually go and read read about. Yeah. Anyway, they had G- Guns N' Roses. They had freaking a, tra- a new Transformers game, The Walking Dead, some older games, Star Wars game. Uh, there was a lot of games. And then on top of the pinball, they had probably almost every retro arcade game known to man. Yeah. Talking like Donk. We're talking this Pac-Man speed mm-hmm. version. We're talking um, yeah, Pac-Man, Dig Dug. Elevator Madness, um, Mr. Do, uh, an original Mario Brothers, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2. I mean, Time Pilot. I mean, yeah. like they had, and these games were in like working order. Not only were they working order, but they were in really good condition. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Missile Command. I mean, they had so many games. 
and everything was like spaced real nice. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, and they also have duck pin bowling there as well. Ooh. And then like so not only did they have just have duck pin bowling, but they you know you couldn't use the lane next to each other, so you had right. two lanes to yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And then there was like a divider on where you sit behind the duck pin, like you know you could sit behind. And they were like these retro leather couches. Yeah. Like the like the sm- short back. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, oh yeah. Comfortable as hell. And like so they had those on every lane, and there was like a bunch of retro furniture in there. Dude, it was nice. Yeah. I mean, it was off the hook, man. And so on the other side, it's they separated it, like the arcade side with the duck pen and the pool tables, and um they had a bubble hockey and um arcade games, you know, and then the duck pin bowling and the pinball in the back mm-hmm. and they separated it. And then the main bar area was in the front and then they had like benches, like picnic yeah. benches, but smooth top, you know, where you can sit down. It was, it was off the hook, dude. And then in the game room, instead of putting like a bar up, you know, yeah. um, they put up like a, uh, like a fucking Coleman camper. Like a little one? Yeah. And they turned it into a bar. Nice. So you walked up to it, and there's this retro yeah. Coleman camper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, not a, not one you drove, but one you pulled. An old pop-up. Not a pop-up. It wasn't a pop-up. It was like a, a clamp. Uh, what do they call it? Um, streamline. Not even a streamline. It looked like an oval. I mean, that's how old this thing was. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, like it, it wasn't the streamline where it was like aluminum, but it yeah. had like that, that like, that, that shape. That classic camper shape. Yeah. Like, like an oval like, shape. Almost like a clamshell. Like, you know, where like it ovaled down, but the, the bottom was flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was so cool, dude. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And so they, I mean, that's how big this place is. Yeah. You didn't even notice it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I felt really comfortable. Um, now, like about nine, or now not even that. About eight o'clock, it started getting busy. Yeah. And that's we left anyway. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been too comfortable if it had gotten busy. But right. when I went, literally, there was like maybe twenty people in the entire place. Right. There was barely any people in there at all. So I felt pretty good about it, especially with that ventilation, that huge, the huge rooms. Right. Sanitizer everywhere. There was people wiping down machines constantly. Yeah. Like when we were done with pool, they wiped down the whole pool table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all the sticks, everything we used. So yeah. There was someone behind your ass like all the time. So yeah. That's good. So yeah, it was it was a good time. Now the food. Um I thought it was okay. Yeah. Like Everyone raved around the chicken, and I get it. And I think I just got some burnt chicken. Um, but, I mean, the crust was – it was crispy, but it was almost too crispy. Yeah. Like, it got to that point of – you know how you know how fried chicken darkens when it's overcooked? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the, Oh, yeah. Not, not necessarily the on top, but you can see where that layer of fat just it, – it gets it starts to brown. Out. Yeah. Right. And it was just almost too crispy. Yeah. Um, and I got French fries. They tasted just like crab fries at PNC. So I mean, like they were good. Yeah. Um. I mean, 
but for the price, I mean, I think it was like 16 bucks. And Doug had me, but I don't remember the prices. But yeah, it's like 16 or 17 bucks, and you got a leg and a thigh, uh, a sign, which I got the fries, and I got a piece of bread. I, I, it's a little high for me for dark meat. Yeah, I just thought it was a little bit high. Um, I did. T- Doug gave me a scoop of his uh, pimento mac and cheese, and that was good. But again, it's mac and cheese. Yeah. I mean, if you know what you're doing, I mean, you right. can make good mac and cheese yeah. and put pimentos in it. You know, I mean, they had collard greens there. They had. Next time I go back, I think I think I'll get a chicken sandwich or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, was it as good as Big Rigs Barbecue? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, the owner operators one. It's part. I think it's half owned, and one's a chef. Chef in Pittsburgh. He owns like. I cannot remember the restaurants he owns. As soon as I said it, you'd know it. I mean, yeah. you'd know the name of it. Um, popular big-time restaurants in Pittsburgh, and he's part yeah. owner of this place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was pretty... Um, it was, I mean, the amusement atmosphere was off the hook. Yeah. And another good thing about the place, too, is um, they have their own parking garage up top. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know how hard parking is in the strip. Yeah. And I'm sure it's hard there, too, like late. Especially but there's also, any, I mean, anywhere in Pittsburgh, it's tough to park. But, I mean, right. But there's a the pay strip. lot right across the street as well. Yeah. For, like, nine bucks. So you can yeah. either park in the garage or park there. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I dug it. Yeah. And, and you're, you're kind of out of the strip. You know, you're, you're away from it. Yeah. And tomorrow you're going out with Jared? Yeah, not sure where. The, I think we're just going out for a burger. Yeah. But timing-wise, um, timing-wise, uh, between Ellie's Ballet and uh, girls are getting shots tomorrow, their second COVID shots. Yeah. But they have to go to PNC for that. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be a busy day all around. No, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't complaining. I was just saying, I, like, you know. I plan on going out, like, I, th- I wanted to go out during the afternoon. Um, but we're not going to be able to do that, so it's going to have to be uh, in the evening. My, right, my point is, you're you're getting out a little bit now. Yeah, a little you're, bit. You're, you're you're finally breaking out. I am, but I'm still staying protected. I'm still yeah. using sense. And like when yeah. the places get busy, like uh, you know, my plan is to jet. I, I don't uh, put that many people in a place. You just it's just disease yeah. central. No, I understand um, that. But it's good that you're you know. You're getting out because if you're if you're feeling a little bit more comfortable going out, that means I can feel a little bit more comfortable going out. You need to get your shot. I know. That's not far. Before I know, but before you go too nuts. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I mean, like I um, feeling a little more comfortable. That's good. I also feel comfortable because I'm protected. Right. You know, and like. I know if I do get sick, I mean, studies have shown uh, pretty strongly that, you know, you're not going to get into the hospital when you have, when you're vaccinated. Right. So I feel pretty comfortable about that too. So, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, next week we could be shut down to 25% again. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, anything can happen. I mean, spike back up 
the massive levels and then we're right back where we started. So. Yeah. But right now, I, you know, I don't know, as long as I'm being smart and not going into places that are packed, like what I mean by packed is just not packed full of people, but small venues or right. not venues, but small places like, like, like a bar, you know right. what I mean? Like, right. Where there's a hundred people packed in there and you know, you barely move. Right. I guess so, that. Anyway. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. But that place was cool. It's fucking man. It's so fun to play those retro games. Oh, I'm sure. You know, so fun. I think I played more pinball though. I, th- and we, I think we played pinball for like two hours. Yeah, that's your thing though. That's your jam. That, that's your wheelhouse. It is, and I don't have to spend a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, <clears throat> I went in there and I broke five. I put a five in the quarter machine, you know, in the changer. Yeah. And I still had quarters left at the end, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, you know. Yeah. But I played pinball, so I mean, I yeah. can go. As long as I keep cracking, and I'm getting a free game, so. Yeah. Anyway, I, on the other hand, wanted to strangle Nancy. Why? Well, this year she she wants to do something with the backyard as far as like furniture like she she wants to like she wants to do stuff she she wants to make our backyard someplace that she can go back and relax that's one of her that's always been one of her big things she she she's one of these people who enjoys <laughs> her backyard okay um yeah, she should mow the grass then that's what <laughs> i fucking said but uh, <laughs> here i am yeah yeah, yeah. so um, so that's like she's been ordering a bunch of shit for the backyard, and one of the things that she ordered was one of those stupid fucking wishing wells. Oh God. Yeah. And fine, whatever. You, it's, it, you're you're the one's gonna be sitting back there. You're the one's gonna be enjoying it. You know, whatever, whatever works. But how do you enjoy that? Like I don't know, it just it sits there, it looks nice. You can put you can put a potted plant in it. I don't I don't fucking know. It's but not no. my thing. I no. wouldn't put it back there. You know. <laughs> like you know. But today, you know, so she's like, Well, let's put this wishing well together. Which normally translates to Sean, put this wishing well together. <laughs> right. So I'm taking it out of the box and it's all <laughs> it's wooden and it's you have to put it the fuck together and it's all these pieces of wood that you have to like it's like, Lincoln log like like almost like Lincoln logs yeah very much yeah. but it it tells you in the instructions you use because there's the way the pieces are set up there's you, you use six pieces that have like a groove on the top and the groove on the bottom like so there's yeah, yeah I guess you know okay and then the last two pieces you use only have a groove, have the two grooves on the one end. Right. Okay. So this is what the instructions say. So she, she, and I'm looking at her and she's like, oh, I, I can do this. I'm, this is like putting together a puzzle. I'm like, great. Get the fuck to work. Mm-hmm. 
So she starts <laughs> putting this shit together, and she's having all sorts of problems. Mm. And I'm like, well, are you following instructions? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so you put together the, the six pieces first, then you put use the last two. She's like, no, I just use the, put the first two, and then you know I just go from there. I just put, put it together. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. This is why you're having problems. <laughs> well, it turns out, like, she completely clusterfucked this. And I, and I hate to put throw it in a bus because usually, like, she has put other furniture together and she's done it very well. Like, there, there's a table that she, for in the living room that she put together, likely split, no problem. Mm. But this shit, she's on the struggle bus with. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So there's supposed to be. Eight of, eight of these pieces. We only have two. Where are the other six? Well, she ended up using them. Like she put, she's putting all this shit together, like all willy nilly, like not reading the instructions. And it's also I had to take take apart all the everything she had done. Like the first, the first full ring was completely fucked up, even though she got it together somehow. And the second ring was all fucked up that I had to fix. So I had to fix, like, start from the beginning, which I didn't, like, like, the whole point of this was, like, you're telling me, like, you're good with puzzles, you can put this together, and, well, you've got it completely fucked. All so right. now, I'm putting the damn thing together, and I'm getting it together, and she's just amazed at, you know, that I'm making this work, and I'm like, don't be amazed. I mean, you know, I, I am no handyman. I am the furthest thing from a handyman. It, it's just... I'm following the instructions as they're written. So I get I get the rings put together, and now you have the two bars that you know, like you know, come up like like it would like you know, like the it would come up from the well to, for the roof and everything. Yeah. But they screw into the 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 walls that you just built. Right. So I'm in there. I got a regular screwdriver. I'm screwing, 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 screwing. And she's just like, well, this isn't working. Look at how it's, it's not going together properly. I'm like, you're right. It's not. Go get the drill. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm figuring I just need to use this like, like as a screwdriver. I just I, I need that extra power, that extra torque, because I'm trying to get into the damn thing. I can't get enough torque to get it to work. You know what right. I mean? And so I'm just like, go get the drill. Well, she can't find the drill. Somewhere in the dining room, hidden under boxes or something. I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, I'll be back. <laughs> I ran up to Home Depot, bought a Ryobi electronic screwdriver. Oh, brought, okay. Brought that back. You didn't get a drill. No, I just, cause we have a drill. It's just buried somewhere in the dining room. Mm-hmm. So I don't need a drill. It's just we couldn't find it. So, but I got this Ryobi electronic screwdriver. I'm just like, zip, zip, zip. I mean, at the end of it, like, I finally got the whole fucking thing put together. At the end of it, like, I put on Stone Cold's music. I just threw my phone down, started flipping the fucking thing off. I was so pissed off at it. Yeah. Grabbed the can of water. I'm chugging that down. She's laughing her ass off. I'm like, yeah, that's the bottom line. I'm done with this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to take it outside. Nice. Yeah. Throw it in the garbage. Yeah. I'm just yeah. It's like wanted to fucking finish it well. 
<laughs> She's like, it's so cute. It's so adorable. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> that and the fucking bird bath. The bird bath was easy to put together. It screwed right together. But still, I was like, what the hell do you want a bird bath for? Uh, that just breeds mosquitoes. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> right. I, I want to enjoy my backyard. Yeah, so do I. I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy putting astroturf turf down. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my like. I, I took today off. I thought, oh, I'll take an, I'll take an extra day off this week. I'll relax. I'll kick back. Yeah. No chance of that. Put you to work. She put me like yeah. No, the worst part was like it was like work I didn't even want to fucking do. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's what you do? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So that was the, the the my week in a nutshell, right there. That's enough. Yeah. <sighs> trying to think if I watched anything. I, I wa- did you watch episode four of the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Tonight now. I, I haven't watched the most recent one. Though. I haven't watched the fifth one yet. I haven't watched the fifth one either. I watched the fourth one, though. Yeah, I watched the fourth one. That shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, that shit was fucking crazy. That song where they went into the bar with Zemo, right? Huh? That's the one where they went into the bar with Zemo, correct? No. No, this is the one where uh, John Walker got his ass handed to him by the Maja Dior. Why can't I remember that? Maybe I haven't watched it. I swear to God I got caught up. How does it start off? Well, they're trying to tra- they're trying to track down that girl and her her group that took the super soldier serum. And right. Zemo figures it out, and uh, Sam, like, and Walker, and you know, uh, Star Star Destroyer or whatever well, his name is. I remember when what's his name died. Spoilers. His partner. Yeah. Okay. That's this. That's this. Yeah. 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 He did get his ass handed. Yeah. Because before that, yeah, because they they were they they were at that that house and you know Zemo was uh the 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 Maja Dinor showed up like you know okay Bucky time's up we need we're taking Zemo. Yeah. And John Walker's like oh I'm taking Zemo and they're like. Oh, please. <laughs> right. You know? He did kick his ass. I know. I remember when the episode. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes the super soldier serum. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that was the final straw. Like, they get their asses handed to him by the super soldiers. They get their asses handed to him by the, the Maja Dinor. And then he's like, the fuck? I am fucking useless. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then he kills that guy in front of everybody. Yeah, everybody. With the shield. Yeah. Welcome, U.S. agent. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where it's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And uh <laughs> like he'll be stripped of those uh Well like, here, here's the thing that's fascinating. Or redirected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's the thing that's fascinating to me. Like I don't like John Walker. Like he he hasn't been like at first I kind of felt for him. He's like, man, you're a, you're just a guy that's been put into a bad position. But as the show's gone on, I've had less and less pity for him. That's because you you start to see his psychotic side. Right. Yeah. Which you know, and knowing the character like like we do from the comics, you're like, okay, this is just coming around the corner. <laughs> um, you know. That's what <laughs> I mean. Are they gonna kill his whole family off? Because isn't that what happened with the U.S. agent? His whole I family dies. I can't remember. I, I think so. Yeah. But um, like, Wyatt Russell is receiving death threats because of this. Are you kidding? No. Oh my god! Like, well, tells like, you people like the series. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: it's like you reach a point where, like, and I, I get this to a certain extent, but like, you've got to separate the actor from the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, that, and it's like, how? Why do people have such a hard time doing that? <laughs> right. Like it is absolutely fascinating to me that like, and sad that like, like you would feel the need. Like, I am so angry at John Walker. I am going to tweet a death threat to Wyatt Russell. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like Wyatt Russell did not replace Chris Evans. I hate to break this to people. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't see this coming. Yeah, you know. As soon as he handed the shield, I was like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, something's like, around the corner, people. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like one of those things where it's like. And it ain't Bucky. No, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's one of those oddball things where like. Even if you don't, like, and, and because it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a lot of people who watch this show. And watch these movies. And have never read comic books. Right. The comic books are completely foreign to them. Yeah. But that yet they they tune into this stuff because it's it's cool. It's hip. And they get invested in the characters, which is great. I I, I appreciate that. But yet you've got to separate the actor from the character. Right. I I don't like the character of John Walker. I think Wyatt Russell is doing a fantastic job portraying the character. Yeah, you know, I think he he's he's done a very good job acting as as John Walker, right? You know, and it, it's it's like you know one of those things where it's like like the only other thing I could ever like like come close to like saying this is kind of what it's like, is like you'd always hear about like soap opera actors, especially the guys who plays the villains in soap operas. Yeah. Like they would be on the streets and like people would like come up to them and like throw eggs at them and, or, or hit them <laughs> with umbrellas and shit because like they were so despicable <laughs> on television and you couldn't like separate the character from the actor for some reason. Cause you saw him every fucking day on your TV, torturing your characters that you right. loved, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know why people. I don't know why people. Yeah. No, like, 
I mean, people get wound up into this shit, and I'm just like, yeah, you gotta separate, like... And I guess it all depends on the character, you know what I mean? It's just so weird how people react, because, I mean, when... I mean, like, you know, when uh, good old Negan came around in The Walking Dead... Yeah. The, the mid-30s and 40-year-old women were like, I'm, I will leave my husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was oh, like yeah. the worst character of all time. Exactly. You thought the governor was bad? Yeah. Negan, Hold on, Negan. Yeah, Negan was, and his introduction was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, that was that was some yeah. good shit that went down there. You know, it was probably the peak of The Walking Dead. Yeah. After that episode, it never lived up. It just didn't. I don't think it did, to me. Yeah, that, that series opener, which was basically just that, that the retelling of that comic book, that 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 issue one hundred, yeah, um, with some minor changes here and there, but man, that was good. And like you're right, like that like that entire season after that was just so fucking awful. Yeah, it just wasn't that great. No, now the parts with Negan were good. Oh yeah. Like when, and, like when and, Jeffrey Dean Morgan showed up, you were like, oh, shit's going down. Jeffrey Dean Morgan took over that show. Yeah. I mean, he took over when he was featured. Everybody else killed in comparison. Yeah. Because you hung to every single word that he said. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Like, I absolutely agree. Over Rick. Yeah. And Rick's the lead. You know what I mean? Like, he's the main character. Yeah. But, um. I mean, Daryl was cool, but he's not a lead character. No. He's just not. You yeah. know, Rick's that powerhouse. And yeah. then, like, you know, of course, Rick left. And, you know what I mean? But Negan is the character. Right. I mean, you're right. You're right about, like, like again, like, like, that inability to separate, like, fiction from reality. Like, women were just, like... I need Negan in my life. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> they loved him. They liked him he on just Den- bashed dudes' heads. <laughs> they loved him on that's Denny on fucking Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I mean, he played a character on Grey's Anatomy. He's the one yeah. that cut chords to his artificial heart. And uh, they loved him then. Yeah. I mean, he's just that kind of character that people love. Well, similar to, I don't even know how to, similar to Clooney, I guess. Yeah. Some of the characters on Grey's, but um, I don't know. I mean, I like it too. I think. Oh yeah, I remember he was in Supernatural as well. He was in Supernatural. He was also the comedian. In in Watchmen, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just like, a good actor. Period. He is. He's a he's a very good actor. He's he's a like you're right. Like I mean, he he was in Supernatural. He was cool in that. But like the but two talk- things I mostly know him for are Negan. And the comedian. Yeah. And but talk about someone pulling off pulling off uh, Negan. Yeah. Dude. From what yeah. I've read. Yeah, he was perfectly he, cast as that character. And he perfectly acted it. Yeah. I mean, he just came in and took it. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, yeah. Anyway, so just a good good actor. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be in some stuff after this is done. 
Yeah. I, the thing I wanted to see him was that I wanted to see him as the Thomas Wayne Batman in, in Flashpoint. Unfortunately, I guess we're not going to get that. I think badass. Yeah. Like, that would have been, like, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially like, like when you realize, like, like talk about I, good older bats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have trouble with that because like I, I I look at Affleck as that bat as that Batman now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, like the the, the way his costumes designed, it is. I still don't understand the voice change. I, I I don't see the need. They constantly change his voice when he puts on the suit, and I just I don't get it. Is that part of built into the suit? Is he doing that with his voice, or is the, well, the suit like, doing that? Affleck is like they, you. They explained that in Batman v Superman. They showed Alfred with the the voice modulator on his throat, okay. like playing with it. Um, yeah, I yeah. So, I mean, so with Affleck's Batman, it, it is uh, something built into the suit. Um, I think mean, Christian Bale just kind of took it to a whole other level. Like, I think that, that's all him. I think that's just you know, I'm Batman. You know, now I get. It. Um, but I mean, that, that really started with, with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Cause the way he does Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is a, a slightly higher pitch and Batman was, you know, I am the knight. I am Batman. You know I mean? You know, like the way Kevin Conroy does it, you're just like, Oh shit. Yeah. I can, it works in, in the, in the context of a cartoon. Um, but I don't think they actually started doing like the voice change. Until Bale, I know Clooney didn't do it at all, and I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think um, Kilmer, Kil, Kil, Val Kilmer did it either. But I, I know. I mean, you know, once they got to Bale, Bale started doing it. Yeah, I didn't understand why even, especially in the mood in Schneider cut, I, we didn't even need it. I, I don't think there was any need for it. I think it's. I mean, when he talked Commissioner Gordon, but he knows who he is. Doesn't the, the, the way I, I believe, it, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Gordon. Like I, I know there was a there was a one comic where, um, it's called No Man's Land where Batman disappears. Like it, you know, Gotham City declared No Man's Land is no longer part of the United States after an earthquake. <laughs> like the U.S. is just like we're not gonna bother. It's fucking Gotham City, and uh, you know, like what the English did to America. But go ahead. And uh, Gotham's considered a no man's land, and Gordon stays, like to like serve and protect the people who couldn't leave. And uh, Batman finally comes back, and he goes to apologize to Gordon, and he's like, "I'm going to offer you the only thing I can offer you to show you, you know." and, And Batman takes off the mask, and Gordon covers his eyes but as he's doing it so he can't say i don't want you to fucking do that he's like what makes you think i haven't figured it out already don't you think i'm that good of a detective maybe nice. i've already got it figured out i just never let you know yeah, yeah. and batman's like fair point okay and he puts the mask back on like, like it's like the one only time i've ever seen batman like you got me there okay yeah like dude, right. gordon's pissed <laughs> you know yeah but um, 
But I think I think the the, the I've always felt the change is important because it's important to him. Okay. Like for him, there's the Bruce Wayne, and then there's Batman. You know what I mean? Like, like right. Bruce Wayne sounds one way, and Batman sounds a different way. And I always felt like that's important to Batman that he doesn't sound like Bruce Wayne. Because he's not Bruce Wayne. Psychologically. Right. Like it's always been that that you know, who who's who's the true person? Is Bruce Wayne dressing up as Batman or is Batman dressing up as Bruce Wayne? Yeah. And I've always yeah, yeah. felt it was Batman dressing up as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> really? You know, really, I do. Like I think psychologically, like the Batman character is dominant. Dominant. And Bruce Wayne is the the secret identity. You know. Like he will burn Bruce Wayne in a heartbeat, but he will stay Batman. Yeah. You know. And but there's moments like there's a great moment at the end of the Flashpoint comic book. And it's in the cartoon as well. Where um the Flash is planning on, you know, he's he wants to get back to his own time and how to fix it. Uh-huh. And Thomas Wayne gives Barry Allen a letter. He's like, if you get back to your own time, you know, the, the correct timeline, give this to Bruce. And he gets back to the correct timeline and uh, he goes to the Batcave and he's like, uh, you know, and Batman's got the mask on. He's at the he's at the computer and Barry's like, um, here, I got this. I wanted to give this to you. Uh-huh. And he looks at it. He says, this is my father's handwriting. And he's like, yeah, it is. And Batman takes off the mask to read the letter. Okay. He can't read his Batman. He has to read it as Bruce Wayne. Oh, I see. It's like a great little like touch, but that's how he has to because it's his father. It's like tremendous. Really, that's cool. Yeah. Well written. Yeah, it's like one of those like just like a little piece. Like maybe you notice it, maybe you don't, but like this is the reason why he takes off the mask at this point because he has to read it as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, I uh, after rewatching it, you know, there's certain parts I liked and didn't. Uh, but that part with the flash is just so good. I think it's one of the I, I think that's one of the best parts in the movie. Your yeah. first introduction, oh, yeah, that's the song, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's almost angelic to what's going on, yeah. Even him grabbing a hot dog, putting in his park. But I mean, like, what I mean, like that whole part was just—it was just really well done. Yeah. It was like beautiful. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just—it was just really good. Yeah. If I was—I was just thinking about it. I was like, that's—that's that's a really good part of that movie. It was perfect song choice. It was just—it was just perfect. It, it's important <clears throat> to establish the character of Barry Allen too. Yeah. You know. I like how the shoes ripped off too. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy the parts with Flash? I mean, did you do you get that? I mean, it's okay. I mean, like I want your opinion. I I enjoyed the parts with Flash, but I don't really know that character. So I mean, like you know. I I I think 
I mean, I know Flash. I mean, it's not yeah. like I'm, you know. Right, but, but you, don't know, don't it, know. you don't know the character as intimately as, as no. I do. No. Um, he's not Barry. Like the the character, the, the Ezra Miller Flash is not Barry Allen. Okay. You know, um, and they've taken bits and pieces of Barry Allen and put it into that character, but I don't feel like I don't know how to describe it. Like, um. I mean, the the best way to describe it is Barry Allen is hope. Mm. Like, Barry Allen is the best of us. You know, like, you know, he's got superpowers, and his superpowers are amazing, but he's not as strong as Superman. Like, all, all, he's not as smart as, as Batman. He he kind of lets his, his, his villains slide a little bit, you know, <laughs> to, the, to the point that, like, they, you know, they hang out together. You know, like there's a lot of things that Barry Allen does that is a little bit different from every other superhero, and like I, I feel like for whatever reason, <clears throat> again, this is a character that's actually under kind of took and kind of molded to make his own version of the character. Okay, like the backstory remains the same. Barry working at it, you know, but Barry went, went to school, like, like uh, unlike this character who, for whatever reason, is, like, kind of downtrodden. Mm-hmm. Barry went to school. Barry, you know, he became a CSI. Like, you know, he, 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 he had a plan all along where this character seems kind of eh, floating along, kind of yeah. under the radar type of deal. And right. the real Barry Allen, the comic book Barry Allen was very I have a plan. I know, you know, I'm going to prove my father's innocence and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to become yeah. a CSI. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do the things I need to do, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was just curious. I like this character though. I, I, I mean, I like the way it's being, Ezra Miller plays the character. You know, I, it's maybe a little bit too goofy for my liking, uh-huh. you know, but at the same time, like it's like it's just it's one of those deals where um you know for whatever reason this is the, the route Zack Schneider chose to go. Also, too, is like I think you need in this movie it's so fucking dark, right? And you only have a couple moments in that movie that are light, You're right? And a lot of that it surrounds the Flash that he makes it light because Cyborg is so fucking dark. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So if you made Alan serious in a sense that he wasn't a little bit goofy, I think the movie would have been just too like blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and I appreciate the moments with with uh, Ezra Miller because it kind of I don't know, kind of lifts it up a little bit. I mean, there's the part where you know Batman puts his hand on <laughs> Wonder Woman's hand. That was funny. Yeah. Um, and I got that. Um, yeah. That's the one thing I didn't understand about. Um, I don't even remember which fucking movie it was. I don't know if it was Batman v Super. I don't know. It's the one where fucking Wonder Woman gives him a massage. I'm like, that was Justice and, League. And drinks. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, that was that was Joss Whedon's Justice League. Uh, no wonder. Yeah, but no. I mean, like, 
but yeah. Like, like you can get to rub his feet too, make him a turkey. Yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of weird, you know. It it was, but it it was like also I mean, like she didn't rub down Chris Pine in the cave. No. I mean, talk about your opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it was one of those weird things where, like, like there was a... There it's like was a horror movie in that cave. <laughs> there were some things about that scene I liked and some things about that scene I didn't like. Like, she was against resurrecting Superman in that in that version of the movie. And yeah. she's trying to convince Bruce that he is the real leader. Yeah. And he's convinced he's not. Right. Which kind of pisses me off a little, you know, because like, that yeah, when, yeah. again, that's not like, you know, that's not Batman, you know. What? Batman does think he's the leader. Yeah. Like, Bat- Batman's the guy who who's like, I mean, Batman's the guy who has a contingency plan for everybody. Like, everybody in the Justice League, he has a contingency plan for. Right. You know, and I even saw one. It was like a, somebody put some panels up from a comic book, and I'm like, it looks like it's Mixoplex is drawing, uh-huh. and um, he's like, he's gonna have Batman and Superman fight each other, uh-huh. and uh, they're in the Bat Cave, and and Batman says, Bat Cave, in- initiate Boy Scout protocol, and Mixoplex stops it. No, that's not fair. We can't have Batman on his home turf. So they put him in the Fortress of Solitude. And Batman looks at Clark at Superman and says, I'm really sorry to do this to you, Clark. Fortress, initiate Boy Scout um, no shit. protocols. And Superman just looks at him and goes, No, not in here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happens after that, but I'm assuming like Batman has the Fortress of Solitude wired to defeat Superman if necessary. <laughs> it was like only Batman could do that. Yeah. I don't, know. I, I don't know. So in the Justice League, it was there, there was there, there was a comic Justice League, right? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I never yeah. read it. Yeah. So was yeah. Super, was Superman the leader of the Justice League? Well, it's the Trinity. It, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, and Batman. Batman, Superman, Batman. Like they're like looked at as the head. Okay. You know, and then like you know, after that you have. Aquaman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and The Flash. Like, those are the original seven. Okay. So, like, you know, there's the Trinity. Then there's, like, the, those next four guys that are, like, the, the, the OGs of the Justice League. And you start to build everybody else. Then you get Gleek and... I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what's so funny. Like, like Justice League of America number one, uh-huh. like back in like 1950 something. Uh-huh. The vil, like the villain, like they're, they're all fighting this giant starfish named Star. Nice. You know, and you're thinking to yourself like, you'll never see that ever. Well, ever. Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, uh. Yeah, it, here comes the, the Suicide Squad, and James Gunn's the guy who's going to bring Starro to life. That's pretty cool, though, right? It's batshit crazy is what it is. I can't wait to see it. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's where I'm at with that. But I mean, like that, that's, you know, it's just funny how like you know it, it's all evolved over the years. So is Superman actually the strongest person in the DC universe? Or is it Shazam? I know that's a weird question, but no, I, it's a good is question. Shazam, because is because Shazam here's ranked why. up there? Yes, he is. And more yeah. importantly, he can do damage to Superman because he's magical. Mm-hmm. Superman has two weaknesses kryptonite and magic. Okay. Like it's a weird thing, but like in the comic books at least, that's written in that he has a problem with magic. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan I don't know Baptist. why. I'm just kidding. Dan Baptist. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like <laughs> the, the old Green Lantern. Like it, when when the Hal Jordan Green Lantern started, you know, he had two weaknesses: the color yellow and wood. Yeah, I remember the wood. So he could be defeated by a number two pencil. <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, so like, um, so technically, like Shazam and Black Adam, like, are right there from a power standpoint with Superman. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, they're magical, so they 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 can stand up to them. Yeah. Is Black Adam bad or good? Black Adam's technically a bad guy. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Like in uh, in in the um in the Shazam movie. Okay. Like the character that the the old man's talking about that that like went astray was Black Adam. Oh. Like okay. at the end of the movie, like when they're sitting there and there's like, well, there's a seventh seat. Well, we'll you know we'll welcome our brother with open arms. Well, it's Black Adam. Black Adam's the seventh seat. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, like Black Adam and Shazam are, like, that. that's really Shazam's, like, top enemy is, is Black Adam. Oh, really? Yeah. So why are they making a Black Adam movie? Because it's The Rock. Yeah, but is he going to be bad or good? I'm sure he's going to be bad. going to be an anti-hero? I'm sure he's probably going to be, like, some sort of anti-hero. Yeah. You know, until... Shazam, you know, at some point they've got to meet, right? But are they part? Are they part of this universe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's all canon. I mean, everything that's done DC wise is connected somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't forget, at the end of Shazam, Superman does show up. Sure, to eat lunch. Yeah. With his milk. So. Yeah. So I mean, like, so yeah. I mean, and you know, the Batarang is there and everything. So yeah, like, they, 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 technically, this is part of the DCEU in uh-huh. some fashion. But you know, whatever the fuck is, that means. Shazam's is. pretty fucking strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why Shazam, I mean, Shazam's like... a heavy hitter. Now, was Shazam first or Superman first? Superman was. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, Superman's the first. Written. Yeah. Okay. I thought Shazam was. No. Superman. Superman's the the first quote unquote comic book superhero. Okay. Okay, I get it. Yeah. 
Wasn't there a part in Shazam when he was learning to fly and stuff? <clears throat> Wasn't there a part where they actually mentioned Superman or it was more, you know, it was kind of the old Superman where it was like, he can leap. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of played off of that. Yeah. 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 He can leap tall buildings on a single bound. Correct. Because that's all he can do. Right. He yeah. didn't actually fly. Right. No. Superman could leap. He just leaped around like a frog everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do a podcast here, Drift. Come on. Come on. Oh, no one wants to hear it. I'll <laughs> round up over something. Anyway. So, yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. I really like Shazam. I want to see more of that guy. That character. I like the actor too. So I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was a. I mean, I was I had expectations for that movie, but they exceeded my expectations. It was a really good movie. Oh, that's coming in at like three for me. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, and you were like Shazam. What's this horse? Dude, I completely knocked it. I'll be the first to admit it. I was like, Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see that. I remember that shit from the seventies. Look like that Bollywood shit that I saw online. Yeah, I was like, God, I ain't watching that shit. Yeah, I couldn't stand it as a kid, and I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I remember watching. It was on as a kid. Yeah, you know. And I yeah, was like, he, he drove around with his uncle in, a, in an RV. Yeah, creeper. Anyway, yeah. it's just weird. And uh, boy, but then I found out who. I mean, you know, I kind of found out who it was. And I'm like. I don't know if you can pull it off. I mean, but he's 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 a great actor. Yeah. Um, boy, when I saw it, I was like, man, this this movie's the shit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's like I like this. Yeah. Like a little mystic and you know, a little magic going on and superhero shit going on and yeah. Like even even when the trailers were dropping, and I was like, man, this looks kind of, this looks like going to be kind of good. You're like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, I know. I just I, I don't got time for this. Like, I mean, you were like so like even like like up to the point of when you actually watched a movie. You like if I mentioned Shazam, you're like fuck that. Yeah, I can remember as a kid. Yeah. Like, I think I not had to watch it, but if they sat me down in front of the TV as a kid, they're like, watch that, you know, stay still. <laughs> yeah. I, that was one of them. Yeah. Uh, um, Scooby Doo is the other one. I love Scooby Doo. Um, but uh, I can remember Shazam. I don't know if it was a Saturday morning thing. Late though. It wasn't yeah. like an early cartoon. It was like it, an eleven or twelve cartoon. Yeah, it was. It ranked up there with like like Power Woman and Dyna Girl, and shit like that. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there was some bad stuff. Like, like we 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 get nostalgic about stuff in the seventies and eighties. There was some bad shit too. And one of the things that nobody remembers is like, like you judging Shazam based upon that seventies horrible TV show yeah. would be like would be like somebody judging a spite. Like, I'm not gonna watch a Spider Man movie because in 1979 I saw that fucking TV oh. show. Oh my god. Fuck that shit. Oh my god. Let's. Oh my god. That's not where my love of Spider-Man came in. <laughs> I know, I know, but that TV show was fucking awful. I think my love of Spider-Man came, prob- you know, probably came from the Electric Company. 
Well, that and what the the '67 cartoon. Yeah, I mean, when I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I probably watched it, and I didn't even. I mean, I was so young, but I mean, I I know I watched the Electric Company, and I know when Spider Man came on, that was the shit. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was that was badass right there. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I fucking loved it, man. I love Spidey. Yeah, but I mean that you know. That TV show, though. Oh. It was just filled with terribleness. It was awful. And what's funny is, like, you look at that TV show, and that was fucking awful. So, like, you look... We look at the terrible... We look at, like, the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) That was a bad TV show, too. So was was horrible. It was, was, but, like, we we look back at that, like, oh, it was breathtaking television. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I can remember watching the Hulk. I can watch. I can remember watching reruns of Hulk. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Every time I'm depressed, it dun 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 dun. Yeah. I just walk. Like, <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like that oddball thing of like. And again, I don't know how licensing works. And I'm sure they didn't have the budget for it. But you're taking a character, a comic book character, <clears throat> and every week he's going up against local thugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like Roadhouse, but with the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> it was always a like, machine gun. Yeah, like every week he would, like Bruce Banner would show up, where, you know, he'd show up in a town, he'd do some manual labor for... Some local, you know, old man who would take him in, no questions asked. (laughs) He'd be harassed by local thugs, you know, (laughs) and by the end of the episode, you know, the Hulk came out and. Yeah, it it was just like it was like the same fucking episode every goddamn week. And the same same sound effects as the million dollar man. Yeah. Except for the grunts. Yeah, I mean, it was like like watching the fucking A team, oh. except you know, it was bad the makeup. Yeah, you know, Lou Ferrigno showed up, threw some people around. You know, you're, you know, you're just like, oh, wow. you know. Every time he bends something, it had that bending sound. Yeah, but like, and they just, and they just throw him in the center of the screen. He just bend the pipe. It yeah. had nothing to do with what was going on. He just bend the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> And then at the end of it, like, you know, the army would show up at the town. Like, you know, yeah, we don't know who you're talking about. No, never saw him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like this, like, ridiculous, like, and meanwhile, like, as a kid, I didn't know any better. You know, but, like, Hulk has this, like, like deep bench of, like, villains and storylines. Like, if you could have translated that into television somehow, this would have been much better TV. Yeah, it was always some thugs, local thugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was never like who, like Red Hulk or anything. I mean, it was, you know what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. wasn't like, it was never anything cool. No. It was always like he'd get a job at a local diner and the, the <laughs> yeah, local waitress was being harassed by, you know, town's thugs. Like, every town, yeah. like, like, run by, like, the mob. <laughs> like you know, there'd be like one guy who owned everything. Like it was like like fucking Roadhouse every fucking week. Uh-huh. 
Well, that was the premise of what do you call it? Uh, that that uh, rock movie too. I love it, by the way. But oh yeah, but yeah, that, standing tall. Yeah, when he takes that fucking two by four. In yeah, there. but that was at least entertaining. <laughs> I, so. Wonder Woman was bad too. Oh no, I'm Don't not. I'm not gonna tell you. Wonder Woman. The only thing they got us through Wonder Woman was staring at her. Oh no, no, seriously. No, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And that was the only thing that got us through Wonder Woman, I think. Because the story... I, but you know what? Most of those fucking storylines are terrible. I mean, even like... Fucking... Um, the Fall Guy. I mean, all that shit was... It was great when we watched it. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This shit was, I mean, that, most of that shit was horrible. Oh, I agree. Like, I mean... I mean, don't even start on, like, Chips and T.J. Hooker. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. just don't think that we can, like, you know, now, I mean, like, 50 years from now, somebody can probably go back and they'll, they can watch Endgame. It's like, man, it's a classic. It's a good movie. You yeah. know, or, or watch, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier on, on Disney. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a classic. It was a good series. It was a good run. I ain't going back to Chips and saying, hey, that was fucking great. I loved it. I can't wait to see the next episode. It ain't happening. Acting wasn't there. Yeah. Effects weren't there. Shitty camera. Like the, only thing cool about, the only thing cool about Chips is the opening. After yeah. that, it just fucking falls apart. Yeah. The best thing about Chips, seriously, is... Oh, yeah. And then the, see, the Chips comes across the screen. Yeah. It's bad. Pimping on the motorcycles, giving the wink. I mean, that shit's badass, dude. Yeah. After that, it just fucking fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Eric Estrada and Span Jams. I mean, that's all it was. I'm just and kidding. what was even what was even worse is they would always have like that one episode where, like every year, like it was like a sweeps episode, like a like a, a like a, a May sweeps episode, where like you know they, they they were trying to book talent for the uh, the policeman's ball or something. Yeah. So yeah. like. Like, like three celebrities that like they, they would end up pulling over and like, well, I could write you a ticket, or you could appear at our policeman's ball. You know, <laughs> you know. And of course, like the celebrities, like, well, when's the ball? You know. Yeah. Right. You know. <clears throat> it was crap. Oh. Most of all that shit was crap. I, you know, I can't even think. And like it would always aside be like, from, like aside from Hill Street Blues. Because Hill Street Blues is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I cannot think of a show. Bosom Buddies was cool. The comedies were okay. I mean, right. they were funny. Right. But I can't think of a serious show that was like, yeah, that was great. I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna, you're you're going to laugh at me. I know you are, but I'm going to tell you this straight-faced and dead serious. Miami Vice. Yeah, and that was pretty good. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And um, there's one other show that we were talking about, and I haven't had a chance to watch it, but if I recall correctly, it does stand the test of time. And it's a show called Crime Story. Okay. It was also done by Michael Mann, but it was the 1950s. Okay. And the first season, it was they were in Chicago. And it had that, um, oh, God, Dennis Fiera. He's a bigger guy. He always had like a kind of like a crew cut, a big bushy mustache. Yeah. But um, he like he was like the head detective, and you know okay. they were they were fighting organized crime, 
Mm. And um, like it had like this great opening with uh, Runaway by Del Shannon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like it was like this fantastic opening. And I mean, it was it was it was a Michael Mann show. Like thinking back on like the way it was shot and everything, it looked just like Miami Vice, except in the fifties. You know, you know what's funny though is some of those fifties and sixties are good. Yeah, are, are not that bad. But for some reason in the seventies, man, man, you throw in the freeze frame, and they just went fucking ape shit on bad acting and freeze frame. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it like completely fell apart. I mean, even 80s was bad. 90s is tolerable. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, as bad as 90210 was for me, I thought it was horrible. But at least the acting was okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like I mean, NYPD Blue. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was great. Yeah. I thought that was a good series. Yeah. I thought all those series were pretty good, actually. But, um, holy shit, man. But, yeah, like 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 most of the shows, like, we... we and all, like, if you're honest with yourself, it, most of the shows that we watched as kids in the 70s and 80s, they're horrible shows. Wow, Dukes. Yeah. They they do not stand the test of time at all. Yeah, not at all. You know, and every chick it was like half naked. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, women were so sexualized; it was like yeah. unbelievable. They didn't, they didn't have a place except maybe T.J. Hooker. Heather Thomas's uh, gear was a little tighter than most. Yeah, it was, but at least she was. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They'd always find a reason to put her undercover. What's that? They'd always find a reason to put her undercover as a hooker or something. Well, the main reason they hired her was just to pick up Shatner's fucking headpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Shatner, your tribble (laughs) fell off your head. Yeah, right. Your tribble fell out the window when you were looking at it when driving the car. Hey, Thomas. (laughs) Extra five bucks in it for you. You'll get the trouble. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, that hair in Star Trek Four. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I think it'd be cool if just Shatner just went with a buzz cut at that point. I know it'd have been weird, but yeah, people would have gotten used to it. <laughs> I, the hair was just so bad. Oh. Anyway, let's not get on that wormhole. <laughs> it's too late, my friend. We're already there. A hatred for like bad Star Trek movies and Jesus. It's almost sacrilege to even talk about because that's like my it was my mother's favorite Star Trek yeah. movie. Well, actually, Wrath was her favorite movie, but that came in in a second. Yeah, my mom loved Wrath. Gone now. I mean, you talk about as a kid being at the house. Rathacon was on. That's weird. Put the remote down. Yeah, I mean, that was her choice. That wasn't mine. Yeah. She'd go, hey, Rathacon's on, let's watch it. No, she was like, no, Rathacon's on. Yeah. Pork chops are Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm. She had two of her favorites, right? I mean, she had William yeah. Shatner and fucking Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Calm. You can't. 
in her honor. And all you needed, all you, all you needed to have is Rocky Balboa. My mom would have been in seventh heaven. Yeah. Seriously. Not Rocky, but Sylvester Stallone. She loves yeah. Stallone. But um. Yeah, that's fucking. Mm. This Star Trek news. <laughs> Sorry, Stork. I know you love Star Trek, but. They're just so bad. I mean, they were okay. Like, I, I can, I, I'm a little bit more tolerable towards four than you are. Like, I mean, I know you hate hate four, but I, I'm, I at least find it a bit more tolerable. Um, Maybe I hate four just because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Five is the one I can't forgive. Oh, I like, three I, like I, out of the six with the original cast. Five is the one that I mean, and you're right. Like I mean, we discussed it before in the past. Like you know, the whole thing with Spock's brother does get kind of interesting, but like that movie's just such a shit show from beginning <laughs> to end. It is. There are some interesting points like with with Spock and his brother and and stuff like that, but overall that movie is just a total shit show. What was six? Undiscovered Country. Six was the Undiscovered Country. Yeah. And that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's got the great Christopher Plummer dresses a Klingon quote in Shakespeare. That shit's yeah. good. Mom loves that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is good. Christopher Plummer as a Klingon was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed that, that yeah. movie. Um, but. In mm, the first one, oh. I still, I, I think I've maybe seen it. Oh my God! Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I've probably seen maybe seven or eight times. Maybe in my entire lifetime. The problem with the so bad. The problem with Star Trek: The Motion Picture is it's boring. It is. It is so boring. It is. Like the the story it tells actually isn't that bad. No, it it makes sense. It's great science fiction. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's when you let Gene Roddenberry go unfiltered. Right. You know, I, I know I'm offending Stork now by by talking about the Great Bird, but I mean, like, there are reasons why they had to filter that guy. You know. And, <laughs> right. I mean. It's the same thing with Lucas. I, you know, to, I'm, I'm not gonna oh. marry Gene Roddenberry without saying about Lucas, but you know, like that's the like that's Gene Roddenberry unfiltered right there. Like, I mean, and it, it was you're right, it's good science fiction, but it's a boring fucking movie. Yeah, it'd be better as a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it strike back with Khan. It's just like whoa. Yeah. I'm a Star Trek fan again. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean like but I mean you gotta understand I grew up on the old series, right? So I mean yeah. like I kinda knew where it was headed, but I kinda knew movies at the time. You know what I mean? And I was like, Oh my god. I think I actually probably fell asleep when she took me to see it. Because I know she took me to see it. Yeah. She made me cover my eyes during I don't think they even showed anything as a memory source. I mean, when they were uh, figuring out the uh, uh, 
beam me up. That uh, do you remember? Oh, the oh, when the dude gets melted. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that fucked me up a little. Yeah, I was like, you're right. Dude, I I went to go see that with Pap Coon, and mm. uh, yeah, and uh, like I I remember like, what the fuck happened to that dude? That didn't sound good. <laughs> no, no, you know. That did not sound good at all. Did she get naked in that movie? Not full front. I'm yeah, there was there, there was no nudity in it. No. No, I thought I thought she derobed at one point. Well, there's that there's at one point like when the the Ilea probe shows up. Okay. That um, she shows up in the in the sonic shower. I don't and, uh, remember. Yeah, like, like she's in the shower and she steps out and puts the thing on. And she's got but, the Farrah Fawcett boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, every picture of Farrah Fawcett in the seventies was the, yeah, no bra. This fucking yeah, but like you insanity. never yeah, but you never saw like any anything at all. No, I I didn't know she went like bare ass at one point. No, not that I recall. Three years. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we should uh we should go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. Sweet. Mailbag. And as always, we have an email from a good friend, super fan Thad. Nice. Thad writes in my two favorite barbecue hosts. <laughs> Since we all like barbecue, could you and Ian do a top ten barbecue places? I'm one to bet Tim would love this. He loves top tens and barbecue. Funny you mention that. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could list ten places. No, you can't list ten places. But we're gonna. I think we're gonna actually do this um, whole. Uh, eating in different places. Yeah. Every two weeks, I think the plan is for you and I to go out yeah. to a new, new place and rate it. I think I found the place we should go to next week. Okay. A little place called the Fire Pit down in uh, in Norwin. Okay. We'll try it. Yeah. Now, it's not necessarily have to be barbecue. We're going to try different places out. Right. No, th- this, this is actually... Um, Wood grill. Okay. Yeah. But it looked, it looked really interesting. Try. Yeah, I'll send you, I'll text you the information. But I think we're, we should, we're going to put it in a plan. I'm going to make a little note, you know, jot it down. And we're going to do a, every two weeks, we're going to, we're going to go somewhere different. Yeah. And rate it. Bad or good. Yeah. We're going to go. Yeah. But anyway, um, it does not change the fact that, you know, we love Big Rigs. <laughs> we do. We do. I was I might go there tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, I, I just talk Jared in the head in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, um I'll tell you what, I went to uh 
I have to say this. I went to Rockaway. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. And I got the pizzas. Yeah. So I ordered a Frankenstein. Uh-huh. I ordered a Greek. And I ordered a um, prosciutto. Uh-huh. And I ordered bacon knots and uh, sausage, uh-huh. garlic knots. I think I need to eat it there. <laughs> okay. I think because the pizza, the pizza was originally hot, you know, hotter when we brought it home. Mm-hmm. It got cold quick, and that's because of the crust. Um. Like that thicker crust holds heat a little bit better. Right. I just think. And yeah. So I thought it was. Eh. Oh okay. Um. I thought it was good. I think it was a New York slice, but I think I needed to eat it like right out the oven. Okay. Um. I I respected the pepperoni. I thought that was I thought I thought the pepperoni was the best for me. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's better than Minios. Okay. In my opinion, that yeah. Means, no, I mean it's been forever since I had Minios. Like I, I'm gonna guess it's been twenty plus years. Yeah, I mean the next pizza we're gonna get is we're gonna get Betas. Yeah. Um, I gotta try this cold cheese shit. <laughs> yeah. And see if it stands up, but. uh um, I feel bad that it didn't hold up for you like that because I mean I know I I drove it to my parents' house at one time and it held up enough for us. I guess uh-huh. that getting the glass port just didn't do it. Yeah, and I did not enjoy the garlic knot. No, no, I, I think that they were overcooked. Mm. Mm. And and I cracked one like an egg. Seriously, yeah. broke the top off and and like. A table, maybe two tablespoons of fucking oil dripped out of it. Wow. I was just, it was, they were not good. Wow. So, yeah, it was, I mean, I picked and I picked them apart, you know what I mean? Right. And I had a couple of them, I think, that were cooked correctly, mm-hmm. the way they should taste, you know? Yeah. But some of them, some of the knots that I got were sort of like, uh, you ever got a cheese? You you know what I'm talking about. The cheese stick, you you burn a cheese stick, and then the cheese fucking escapes it, and you're yeah. left with the shell. Yeah. Well, those were a lot of the knots that I got were exactly like that. But instead of <laughs> what happened was the cheese and whatever they put in the middle of it, or the bread was so crisp, it like got really hard and just the oil from the fryer just infiltrated the fucking, and it was just all oil. Yeah. So it was just, it was not good. So not a great experience. And for that much money, I think I spent like 80 bucks. With yeah. Yeah. I mean, with pizzas pizzas and and yeah. yeah. It was just, it was too much money. So yeah, it is, it is very expensive. I've never had a problem with the two times I've gotten them. Um, yeah. But you know, I didn't travel quite as far as you did, even though my parents' house wasn't nearly quite that far. Um, and especially with the fucking Jerome Street Bridge 
issue. I'm right. sure you had to go over the river and through the woods. Right. And I, to tell you the truth, from what I got here, I respected the New York style, and I actually folded it like a New York pizza. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and I like the crust. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it was good. It was like a New York slice. But, and I've had New York pizza. I've been yeah. in New York. I've had, you know, I've had the slices. So, but I, I you know, tell you the truth, I think Mama Penis is better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my, my only problem is. In Glassport. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they've changed the recipe in the Keysport, but I mean, yeah. the one in Glassport is pretty good. Right. Like my my only problem with Rockaway is it's not as good the second day. Like you know I like a good cold pizza. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you're done. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's no like, way. I mean, it's too I, thin. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I ate it and it was okay, but I mean it's not nearly as good as others that I've had the next day as a cold pizza. Right. Right. You know. I would like to get. I think one of the places we need to go again. I, and I went there years ago when they first opened it up. And you've probably been there since, but I'd like to go back to Luch's. Um, yeah. To get a pizza at Luch's if it's still the same. I don't well, know if it's still the here's same. What, here's, here's what's weird. Like, you know, living in White Oak, I belong to like a, one of these White Oak facebook groups you know yeah yeah and apparently like since the pandemic hit they have been a problem at luches <laughs> really yeah like because me and nancy that would be someplace we'd go regularly like you know once a month we'd go to luches because yeah. i i enjoyed the the um and we wouldn't even go for pizza i mean the the uh like their their fettuccine alfredo was very good I like their the Italian hoagie, you know. Uh-huh. Like I mean, there was a lot there that I liked, um, but apparently, like during the pandemic, I don't know if what's going on there, but apparently they've had all sorts of of, of issues. Really? Yeah. Like what kind of issues? <clears throat> Getting orders wrong, like or like you know. Like somebody complained about their the food was overcooked and they they tried to call and they're like yeah yeah go fuck yourself we don't care really yeah like shit like that yeah wow yeah so huh so yeah I mean it's a it's one of those deals where like I'm you know I don't know if it's just like one of the, one of those things where it's like they went into a slump because of the pandemic but I mean Luchas is an institution in this area it, it is you know. I mean, it's all, almost as sacred as fucking, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Tilly's. Yeah, right. You know. Well, the thing about Luch's is, is like, you know, it's funny. When they had the small dining room and, uh, you know, the pizza and six-pack shop. Yeah. Um, you know. Those pizzas were not that expensive. Um, you can get a couple Luch's pies. Uh, you know, that was always like second choice if you didn't have a whole shit ton of money. Yeah. You know, 
but when they bought that fucking when they built that fucking million dollar fucking restaurant yeah you got to pay for them pies you know yeah i mean pay i for still them. don't i still don't find them to be o- that overly expensive though at least that, well, you know no like I, I mean i didn't think it was that expensive like right. yeah it's, it's a little it's a little bit higher price but not like i wasn't looking at it going fuck this i ain't paying this you know you know what i mean no, yeah, again, like, I, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten the pizza. I grew up on Lucha's pizzas, though. I mean, like, yeah. I, I did. I mean, like, we either got Pizza Hut, Foxes, or Lucha's. Right. Um, I never liked Domino's. So we never got Domino's. But, um, um, I, I went there when they first opened the restaurant, and uh, I just felt the pizza had changed. And I don't know if they didn't take the ovens down with them. I can't yeah. imagine why they wouldn't. Yeah. But I, I don't know if they didn't take the ovens with them. I, I don't know what it is. But yeah. the pizza definitely changed from when I got pizza, you know, from Lucha's. Yeah. So, but I would like to go again just to taste. I, I want pizza. I mean, that that's yeah. that's what I want to taste is their pizza again. I don't yeah, care I, about the other shit. I mean, they did have a good Italian, yeah. I'll admit. Um, but I, I want to taste that pizza again. Yeah. Like, I, I should go and, like, try the pizza just because, I mean, you're right, like, you know, that's what they were known for back in the day. But, like, I just enjoy, like I said, like, I, I enjoy the fettuccine. You know, it yeah, tastes yeah. good. You know, it's a good good sauce. Yeah. Um, you know, they, 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 the funny thing is, like, you, like, you talk about, like, it went from being, like, a pizza and six-pack shop to trying to be, like, an upper-end dining Right. And in some ways, they, they like at least up until the pandemic, they had done so. Like, you know. Yeah. But they still sold a ton of fucking pizzas. Yeah, I agree. I think that. I mean, you can. I should take that back. I did. I remember. I bought I bought Luch's pizzas for my parents one time. Mm-hmm. And took them over. Because that's. And they weren't they weren't bad as I recall. I can't remember. I think what I want, like, you have, I don't know, you you have all these places, right? Um, there's a place called Fireborn or something born, Ironborn pizzas. Yeah. And they're supposedly amazing. I, I've had, uh, I've had something from, I can't remember what pizza I had, but. They're like pizzas that come in there in a box. You can get it's like per, you know what I mean, like a, almost like a personal pan, but it's yeah, you know. And you have these all these other pizza joints that are trying to do, you know, all this artistic shit with their pizzas. And I, I don't get me wrong, I respect it. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like making a gourmet hot dog in a sense. Yeah. Um, I'm more. When it comes to pizza, I'm, I, I think I'm a little more traditional. Yeah. I mean, like the traditional toppings, I'm going to taste the, the sauce without get, without it giving me heartburn. No, yeah. seriously. No, you're right. And I agree with you. I, cause want, it, it, I, I want a good pepperoni pizza, or I, I want a good sausage pizza, or even if I like them, I would like a mushroom pizza or olive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like more of the traditional sense. Like more, you know, how pizza should be. Yeah. Versus um, a 
all dressed up and fancy and yeah. paid top money because you're getting fucking clams on your pizza. No, seriously. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. Like it's like a there's a place caliente. It's like they, they advertise that they, they won like you know awards. Right. You know, like, like they won the world pizza championship or some shit like five times in a row or some some horse shit. That's fantastic. You know, and I'm sure you you whatever this specialty pies you're making up and back in your your kitchen are, are amazing. What's your pepperoni pizza like? But like, yeah. just just like wow me with a basic pepperoni pizza. Yeah. You know? If you can wow me with a basic pepperoni pizza, I might be yeah. more inclined to try something else. Yeah. But if you can't do a pepperoni pizza right, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, because because the sauce to me is everything. Agreed. And I think if you if you have a bitter sauce or you have a if there's too much acidity in your sauce, it just doesn't work. Right. And and pizza and believe it or not, Pizza Hut failed miserably. When they changed their sauce from their original sauce, yeah, I would. I I didn't go there for almost. Goddamn, it must have been ten years. I wouldn't go back until they changed that sauce back. Yeah, because that the sauce was so bad. That's why I don't eat Domino's because I don't like the sauce. Yeah, it almost has to be almost a marinara for me to eat pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like the sauce and the crust have got to be on point. It does, and. there's there's a there's a balance with pizza that you can't you can't over sauce a pizza yeah because it ruins it if you over sauce it um number one the cheese doesn't stick to it yeah i mean there's too much sauce underneath um there just has to be a good balance of sauce to pizza and i just you know if you if you don't have that balance if it doesn't taste right i, I ain't gonna eat it and like I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm some sort of like food critic and shit. Like you know, I have a, some sophisticated palate because I don't. But like, I will never forget. And you were sitting there right next to me when we went to Chuck E. Cheese for Maya's birthday, and our grandmother was talking about how good the pizza was. You're right. The best pizza she's ever eaten, she said. Quote unquote. Yeah. I wanted to reach across the table and smack her. <laughs> like right garbage. then and there, I just wanted to be like, you have. N- let me take you someplace else. Right. This is essentially the kind of pizza you buy at a grocery store in the frozen food section. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's. And that's why I started making pizza. Like that's that's another reason why we were doing it for a while. We stopped. I don't know for why. For some reason during the pandemic we stopped. But we were making our own pizzas at home. Yeah. You know. Like don't get me wrong. Like I I do enjoy a good frozen pizza. Like you know because right. I have a shitty palate. You know. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. No, I get it. So, like, I mean, I enjoy a good frozen pizza, but I know the difference between, like, okay, I like this because it's cheap and it's easy and it tastes somewhat like pizza. And, okay, this is really good fucking pizza. Yeah. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, believe it or not, um, I can't believe, out of all the frozen pizzas, I think the best, some of the best frozen pizzas on the market are Giant Eagle. Yeah. Giant Eagle pizzas are actually really good. I mean, that's, that's one of the I scary personally. things, yeah. I, yeah, I agree I mean, with you. I, I like them. I, yeah. I, I think that 
I think for frozen pizzas, I think they knock everybody else out of the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. And they're, like, $2 cheaper. And they're actually really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, as far as specialty pizzas, like, I do. I, I, I'll admit it. I, I like a good... Um, I like a good barbecue pizza, um, but I make it here. I've never been satisfied with the shit that I've gotten at the stores. Yeah. So I'll make it here with Sweet Baby Ray's, or maybe I should get some uh, Big Rigs barbecue to put on it. No. But uh, mm. luck. But luck. Um, yeah, no. But I I like a good barbecue sauce and like cheese. I mean. Some chicken, little red onion. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy that. But I don't know. I, that's about as fancy as I get. Yeah. Now, they make a Greek pizza here, you know, with feta and chicken and, you know, spinach and all that stuff. But, and I really don't get, like, you know, fancier than that. Yeah. No, yeah. Thinking. Yeah, I'm like a three meat guy, you know. Give me, no, some, ham, give me some ham, give me some pork, you know, some uh, right. ham, ham uh, sausage, and, and pepperoni. Now, on your pizzas, do you like a crumbled sausage or do you like the chunk sausage? What do you oh, prefer? I mean, I, I prefer, you know, round. Oh, well, okay, on my pizza, oh, it's a sausage, sausage. No, um, I do prefer a crumbled. Do yeah. Okay. But now I will say this much: like I did get I saw a sausage pepperoni pizza at Rockaways, and they did have like it was like sliced. Yeah, I know. That's what I got in my rolls. Yeah. I got down to the sausage and I just ate the sausage. Out yeah. Of it. And it like, was like it, a little bit spicy. Yeah. Like it was like somebody took like a pepper, like a, a an Italian sauce, and just sliced it kind of thin, and then put it on the the, the pie. And I was like, Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But like I said, I I don't think I'll ever get it again to go. Yeah. I think if I'm gonna eat a Rockaway pizza, I need to eat it in the restaurant. Yeah. Or here. Yeah, or your your place. Yeah. I just don't think it adds up. I mean, I. I not adds up. I, I don't think it holds up um, with the drive. Yeah, yeah. Like I, when, I, when I brought the pizzas in this house, because everybody was over, I was like, if you're going to eat, you need to eat now. Because yeah. I know New York pizzas are thin. And I yeah. was like, if you're going to eat, you've got to eat it right now. Or if yeah. you let it go cold, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. You know? You know, and by the time I got to my third slice, you know, picking it out of the box, it was it was pretty much cold. I yeah. mean, not cold, but lukewarm. You know, like medium temperature. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Yeah, so, that's a shame. Yeah, I just want to eat it right out of the box. Yeah, like right out of the oven, man. Yeah, that's when I should eat it. You know, I was kind of pissed because we spent like eighty bucks on it. Yeah, I mean, it just it sucks because I know how good it is. I I wish you had the the same experience I had. Both times. Yeah, like the whole family was just kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's a shame. And to me, right now, even Minios, I don't think, 
I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm I'm a big fan of Minimus Pizza, but um, I don't think anybody can touch Mama Vina's meatball pizza. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That I, was a good. That was good. I when we we did the roundtable for episode three hundred. Yeah, yeah. You 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 ordered pizza from there, and that was delicious. That meatball pizza is just yeah. Fun. Off the hook. If Mama Vina's made a pepperoni pizza with the with the round, yeah, the thick cut round pepperoni with the burnt burnt yeah. edges on top, I would never stop ordering from Mama Vina's pizza. Uh, I, I, I mean, but I think they're really expensive too. So, what the fuck was the name of the place? Oh God, I can't believe I can't think of the name of it. Used to be at the bottom of the hill. Um, I always no. Straight down from thirty. Oh, there. Where on thirty? Like where the the um, right aid and the uh, get go are. I guess it's down at the bottom of the hill. There used to be that place. It was a bar, bar restaurant. You used to go there. We used to go there drinking at night. Me and you? I think me and you have been there, yeah. Fuck, what was the name of that place? Did you say Sheets? No, Gitgo. Like, there's Bishop's Pizza, and there was. It, it's down from 30, though. It was like. Um, Going toward North No, 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 no. It was like below. Like, if you were coming from McKeesport. Oh, Nigros. Nigros, yes, Nigros. That's the one I can oh, think of. God. Their pizza yeah. was off the hook. Yeah. I I know somebody inherited those recipes. Oh, I know. I'd love to know who that is and it's where right their pizza is. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Max and no. Otis. Oh, my God. Max and Otis. One of the cooks that used to work um, with Mama Nigra. No, yeah. seriously, I'm not yeah. kidding. Um, opened a joint here yeah. in Glassport called Max Nose. It's actually been here for a while. Yeah. So I, pizza's a little expensive. I, I ordered it. Yeah. And uh, pepperoni is still the same. Oh. Um, it's almost exactly like the same. I mean, you can even taste the tomato chunks in the sauce. Yeah. Like it's it's homemade. It's homemade pizza sauce. Yeah. No, it's not even pizza. I don't know what it is, but it's not even it's not even yeah. classic pizza sauce. Yeah. Because there's like you can taste the vegetables and it's weird. Yeah. Um but the only thing that's different is they put like an herb crust on the herb <clears throat> like an herb spread on the on the crust. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, it, it's good. It tastes almost like I guess they're going for that garlic bread type of you know what I mean? Yeah. But the pizza itself <laughs> it's yeah. Nigros. It is Nigros yeah. pizza. Oh my god. <clears throat> Many a drunken pizza in house when you ate it in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Many a drunken night just hanging out at Nigros ordering a pizza while you drink. Oh, but there's nothing like that pizza, man. Oh my god. No. no. Not even close. 
I almost thought about fucking trying to get up there and stealing that fucking sign. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I know. Uh, let's get back to Thad here. Um, yeah. Jesus. Holy wormhole. Yeah. Thad continues. Sean, I am like the thumb in your ass. A little mm-hmm. uncomfortable at first, but after a while, you, you like me. Wow. I'm like that up to the first knuckle. That's pretty pornographic. That was. That was uh, disturbing. I am loving Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I can't wait for the OG Captain America to make an appearance. No. I'm not going to. No. I think. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think it would be badass if he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, old man Cap shows up. Yeah. And, and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And just kicks his ass. <laughs> As like an 85 year old man, or yeah. actually probably 107 or however old he's supposed to be. Sean, I like places like Big Rigs Barbecue that make you feel at home. Were you allowed to walk around in your undies while you sucked on a rib well, uh, rib bone? Wow. I just couldn't get it out. Um, no, no, we were. Uh, we had did not fresh and send that shit out. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guess what Superfan Thad is doing this weekend? No, I'm not getting a Brazilian wax. Tim helped me last week. (laughs) No, I'm not getting a third testicle added. I already have three. I will be at the CCBC Golden Dome for November to remember, er, I mean, my COVID vaccine shot. I will get the second shot, the two-shot Pfizer. I'm nice. able to get signed up for this weekend. Well, congratulations. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the uh, the CCBC Golden Dome for the 1997 November to Remember, I just watched that last weekend uh, on the Peacock. Nice. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a show that uh, I was actually at. It was a ECW's third ever pay per view. We were. Nice. Thad, Thad, myself, his sister, and I can't remember the guy's name she was dating at the time. The four of us went to that show. That was a great show. Yeah. yeah. Good show. Yeah. Um, after I get my shot, I will set up a few tables below and yell EC fucking W. I will go to the balcony and jump into the platy- jump onto platypus in the tables below. Let's just say this is one role play she may not like. Back to pegging it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you got you got to play New Jack's music while you do that, my friend. New <laughs> um, Jack brings brings back gold, gold, good old memories from when Chris Candini was checking out my junk at the urinal after the pay per view event. Ah, those were the days. Okay, it's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. What is Tim's wiener up to? Tim sent me a picture of his wiener, and you will never guess what he did. Tim took his wiener to Big Rig's Barbecue. Damn. Tim's wiener was all over the place. I don't think they would have let Tim's wiener in. It's a very sanitary place, very clean. Tim's <laughs> wiener was was in the napkins. It was in the cornbread. It, it 
was even in the barbecue sauce. Have you ever seen a wiener covered in barbecue sauce before? Yes, I have, and I wish you would stop sending me those pictures. Nice. <laughs> it was not pretty. Tune in next week to see what Tim's wiener is up to. Okay, time to go. I need to get my costume ready for I'm thinking of a one song class in Penn State Blue and White. That sounds exciting. And, uh, do me a favor. Don't send me those pictures either. <laughs> All right, sir. Anything to add to the proceedings? No, man. I'm good. Well, let's, let's all wish our good friend Ian a happy birthday. That's why he's actually out and about. He's, he's celebrating the day of his birth. I am. Yes. It's been good. Yeah, that's good. Happy birthday to you, my friend. Thanks, brother. Um, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. You can send us an email like... Uh, Thad does each and every week, and you, that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And lastly, um, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Just give them a Google search, you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer cool and of course as always want to thank you dear listener for checking us out each and every week um we can't thank you enough for taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and or shenanigans or in this case food talk which is apparently one of our big selling points if you're a fan of the show <laughs> right where to get the best chili cheese dog in pittsburgh oh, i had jim's this week sheets you had gyms this week. You yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. I had a dog. Oh. You know what? You know what's crazy though? Do tell. They say their burgers are fucking fantastic. They are. They are. They're actually very, with the sauce. Very very good. Oh man, I haven't had a burger yet. Though. Yeah. I know it's tough because you go up there and you want you want to. Dog with traditional the sauce. dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a dog with the sauce, but I'll tell you now, I have had the burger, cheeseburger with the sauce. Mm. Chef's kiss. Crazy dude, right? Yeah. Next time, next time. All right, my friend. On that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>